Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Remarkably You with your host Alex McNaught. I am a life coach and a very much, um, well I'm also a psychic medium, very much a spiritual life coach. I just really believe that everything comes down to our spiritual health, that overarches everything and everything flows from there. So what I want to talk to you about today is for me one of the most important things I feel like I could tell you. Um, Everything is important and wonderful but this is just the most pivotal part of your of your journey, of your journey towards self. We say spiritual spirituality and spiritual journey like really what is that what is that it is your self journey because you are spirit you are the universe and therefore this journey or anything where it's spirituality that is you that is just your exploration of self what is what is you what are you made up of who are you Uh, what have your experiences passed before this life and during this life and after this life that will continue to define who you are and how you contribute to this wider universe. So what I want to talk about is self-devotion. Now self-devotion is the practice towards the journey of self-love. Okay, we throw self-love around and I think sometimes it's really hard for people to grasp tangibly what that really is and how they get there. You get there through self-devotion. You self-love, a little bit of an oxymoron because you are love. So the self is love. And I'll just talk a bit about that. So basically your higher self or your spirit, your soul, God, source, it's all one. You are one. You are God. You are source. It's all one energy. And we are all just part of this one energy. And that um, that energy is what we call love. We have labeled that that energy or the the beingness of what we are, what we're actually made of, the certain light. We have called it, um, you know, souls and, and energy and all that. And we've called it love. Um, and that is why everything comes down to love and every, you know, that's what we seek um, because it is us. It's naturally who we are and what we are made up of. And so self-love, to me, whenever I hear self-love, I think, Oh, we've got a few steps to go <laughs> because that is um, that is the same thing. Yourself, you, are love. That is literally what you are made up of. And we use self-love as a descriptor, but love is a state. We think of it as an emotion. It's not. It's a state of being. It's not actually an emotion. It's a state of being. And you are in the state of love um, or you are in a state of fear. And, yeah, we say, you know, we feel fear and we can feel fragments of that in a description. So like um, anger, resentment, etc., um, guilt, and then um, love. We can obviously have um, joy and gratitude and all those sorts of things. But um, love is a beautiful state in which we are. And um, that is our purest state. That is our real state. Once, we, If we were to remove our little cheeky head, our little ego, that makes everything really difficult. Uh, important tool, but we overuse it. Uh, we only are, all we have left is love and joy. It's actually all we have. Um, so self-love is actually one thing. So what I love to focus on, um, however, this is not belittling it. The movement is very important and it's really getting people to focus on themselves. So, and by no means am I belittling that movement. It's very important. I just wanted to explain it from a spiritual element um, around what that um, self and love and what that actually means. Now, self-devotion, this is what I love to jam on because that is your job. 
That is your only freaking job. We pick up all these other jobs. And yes, you know, we are here to look after others. But we cannot look after others and care for others from a place that we are not. That we are not at. And we try so hard to love other people from a place that doesn't exist in us. Because we don't have that love for ourselves. Right? And we only get there through constant, constant self-devotion. Every freaking day you show up for yourself. Every day you are growing and stretching into places that are uncomfortable but you know are necessary because what you are afraid of is where you need to go, right? Now, so this is where the self-love comes in. The way to self-love, the process is through self-devotion. Um, now, when you uh, focus so much energy on you, we, we focus so much energy on our physical body, right? We put a lot of energy into physical body, what we look like, what we, how fit we are, what we eat. Okay, all really important because our physical body is a part of our self-devotion journey because this is the vehicle in which we have been gifted. Yes, gifted. You were gifted this vehicle to live this beautiful life in. And here we go, we spend a lot of um you know, energy judging it and criticizing it. And we can think all sorts of systems and, and things like that to, to do that to keep us insecure, um, keeps our vibe low. But, um, so I was rubbing my eyes. <laughs> I was like, I forgot I was talking to you. I was, thinking I was rubbing my eye. So what, what I always try and think is, and this is, you know, I went through a journey, a really long journey of, um, you know, eating disorders, anorexia, things like that, because I put so much energy into, I had so much energy. I am someone who has, we all have really high energy. And I put a, I channeled a lot of that energy into what I looked like. And I was still very much practicing, um, you know, my psychic skills and meditation, th- th- things like that. But what was happening is I was putting so much energy into my physical body that I could either be putting into or matching into my spiritual health, which is actually, and I know some people where I'm probably getting a message of this, it is so much more important. Like our physical health is important. Don't get me wrong. Very important. And I'm very, like I eat my greens. I'm very healthy. If you know me personally, you know that I'm a bit of a health freak. However, in a positive way, health freak in a positive way, because I cherish my body because I am devoted to myself and to my body and to my wellness and to my growth and my expansion and my spiritual health. However, if I look at my spiritual health and my physical health and I'm putting hours and hours of time and endless bouts of energy into what I look like into my physical body and I'm not putting it into my spiritual health, then we have an issue. Then we have an imbalance. Then I'm sitting in ego heavily. So it's really, really important that part of your self-devotion journey is uh, about looking at where you're putting your energy, right? So I'm going to tell you five key things that I think are and there's so many more, but I'm just going to view five because even then it's probably going to be hard to remember five. You can re-listen. Um, but as part of your self-devotion journey every day, you are you are your job. Your journey on this earth is your job. You are here to have a human experience. That is your job. You are here to be a human and experience all the things, whatever that means. And yes, things do get complicated in layers because we do have karmic lessons. We do have... Um, you know, kind of like missions and purposes. However, we have kind of created those missions and purposes to clear karmic debt, right? To clear karma, clear trauma and heal. Oh, look, we get another airplane every episode. And um, what's really important is to remember that, you know, we spend so much of our life going, what's my purpose? What's my mission? You are living it. You are living it right now. You were born 
worthy you're born in your purpose you could literally sit on that floor in that corner and that would be a valid life experience and that would be your journey and that would be fine uh, but instead we criticize our human experiences because they need to be more they need we need to be more do more when really in in the purest essence we are already doing our job now where we've lost tact there or lost contact or connection is that we feel like we need to be do more um, because we're devoted to other things outside of ourselves and we even put labels on like selfish like I'm sorry did I come into this earth with you like no it was just me by myself maybe my twin or my triplet but I was still by myself um no, your your job is to be devoted to yourself, devoted to your journey, to your progression, to your enlightenment, I suppose if we want to use that word, um, and to the practice of your, your um, self-devotion journey. Because when you are fully devoted to yourself, your journey, your growth, your experiences, your expansion, your energy, your emotions, and you are fully committed to yourself. Because remember, you are in a committed relationship with yourself. People forget that. We all forget that, that actually you do have a lifelong committed relationship. You're in one from day dot, and that is with yourself. How are you treating that relationship? You know, the quality, of our, the quality of our relationships defines the quality, quality of our lives. Guess what the ultimate relationship is with yourself. Guess who defines the, the um, outcome of your life, the outcome of your experiences. No, no one else but you. We blame other people for a lot of things in our lives when really it's all us. We create it all. We blame our parents for our experiences. No, you're aware of it now. It's all a choice. It's a choice to sit in that unhappiness. It's a choice to sit in that ego. It's a choice to sit in that pain and that suffering. And if this is triggering you because you do have a lot of unhealed trauma, that is when, again, it's your responsibility to go and seek help, right? Um, beautiful healing modalities. Um, there is so much beautiful help uh, that we can receive to heal these parts of ourselves that, you know, we're still blaming people for things and for the hurt. And yes, they can still have definitely hurt us, um, but it's what we do from there, right? It's that self-acknowledgement. And that's a really hard journey. This is not me belittling it. That is a very, very hard journey. But you only get there through dedicated self-devotion, dedicated self-devotion to your personal, emotional, spiritual development and growth. Now, when you do have a when you are fully devoted to yourself, what comes from that is so much compassion and patience and understanding and love for everyone, no matter where stage they are no matter what stage they are at in their journey. Right? Everyone is at a different stage and we sometimes forget that everyone is us. So and that is a really complex thing that's quite deep and I'll I'll talk that in future episodes in depth, you know. We are all one we are literally one energy and we kind of just split off into these little funny looking human bodies let's be honest human beings are pretty funny looking <laughs> sometimes I look at us and I'm like man we're odd looking like we look at aliens pictures of aliens and we think oh look at the big guys this they're, they're so weird I'm like nah <laughs> look at humans and our weird noses and our like shoulders and I don't know elbow anyway we're very funny looking um and you know we we start to um, 
yeah, we, we start to judge others for where they're at, right? And people, are, people can only meet us where they are at. You know, partners, friends, we're very critical of others, very quick to judge. And they can only meet us where, we're at, where they are at and where they are at in their journey. And no journey is right or wrong. You know, we are then quick to judge, especially those. We have to really watch spiritual bypassing when we judge others because they aren't awake, as awake as us. As soon as you judge, you are not as awake as you think you are. I don't really like the term awake. It's like we're asleep and then awake. I can see where the analogy came from. But we're never asleep and it's not an awakening. It is a movement. It is a journey. It is a progression. There, there, it was necessary before then that you were asleep, as they say, or that you were more not aware of certain elements of your being because you're human and we can only focus on so many bloody things at once, right? Like you're probably dealing with a whole heap of, you know, childhood stuff and a whole heap of, you know, um, yeah, f- friends, family stuff, lifestyle, you know, things going wrong, health issues. And, you know, then we have these, you know, we can have these experiences. I think a lot of, um, you know, in the spiritual community, there's a lot of, oh, even that term's weird, um, because we are all spirit. But anyway, there are, there are people... There are exper- people have experienced judgment um, for where they are at on their journey towards knowing themselves. Um, it's pretty much spiritual journey um, towards knowing themselves, and they have become disheartened, or they have become kind of anti the the anti whatever a movement is, um, rather than feeling welcomed around their experiences that they're experiencing, and so. You know, it's it's it is sometimes hard that when we are aware of certain things, or you know, that we can't help but just go, you know, wake up. You know, like why why don't you know this? This is so basic, but it wasn't basic once for you. You had to go through the process of of becoming aware of the areas in which you needed to heal and had to go through that process. And they will one day go through their process at a different time in a different place and it will be their experience alone. And it's not up to us to judge that. So we really do have to watch that judgment. But when we are really devoted to ourselves, there is no space for that judgment because we, one, are focusing on ourselves and where you focus, that's where energy goes, right? It expands constantly wherever we're focused on. And so if you are focused on yourself, you will expand. And you're doing it from a place of love because that's what you are made of. And when when you are just devoted to yourself and you are sending this beautiful loving energy towards yourself all the time, there is only space for love. There is less space for fear. You have less tolerance for bullshit. You have less tolerance of things that no longer serve you. And this might be something like, um, for me, once I've become more and more devoted to my to myself and therefore my spiritual practice and um, all the things that light me up, helping others, um, I became far less tolerant of working insane amount of hours creating um, all of this content for co- um, corporate organizations that didn't probably really value me. I mean, I know the individuals did, but I am a, I was a commodity and relationships that didn't serve me either and kind of made me feel, you know, the relationship itself, not the person smaller than I want that I um or you know the things I wanted to be insignificant um but I did all that myself you know I kept myself small in those things but once I really became devoted to myself my growth and my path and my light and the things that light me up um my tolerance got much lower (laughs) for the things that 
didn't light me up anymore. That weren't love. That weren't aligned to my loving energy. And so this practice of self-devotion, this is what raises your vibration. This is what raises your energy. This is actually what brings in your spiritual gifts, um, if we want to call them that. They aren't really gifts. They are part of who you are. <laughs> and you are spirit. But I just like to still use the, the jargon because it is easier to understand. And so it is only through self-devotion and this beautiful compassion and love you will have for yourself through this practice because you are love. Um, that these gifts can awaken. So I have five kind of key things. Uh, there are so many more, and you probably already do quite a few of them. But the first one is meditate. <laughs> meditate. I know you hear it everywhere. You hear it everywhere, like meditate, meditate. And there are people who are like, who are you know really in the zone, and and they really know themselves, and they are what you would deem, you know, spiritually awakened or whatever. And they don't really meditate. And that is all good, but it's because they probably have something else that they do. Um, I have, a, there's a, an amazing medium in the UK, and he doesn't meditate at all. He's like, I don't believe in meditation, stupid shit. Like, spirit is around, is, uh, we are spirit, spirit is us. It's, it's automatic, like you can just tune and tap in super quick. And I'm like that with my readings, I can just tap in super quick. I don't need to get in a zone or open a channel or anything. It's it's always open. Um, but he prays, he prays a lot. He doesn't sit there and cross his hands, put his hands together to pray. He, he speaks to spirit. And so he's always kind of in that space of connection. Now, this is the purpose of your with your meditation is you want to connect in with yourself, with yourself. And we say we want to connect with our spirit guides. Yes, we do want to connect with our spirit guides eventually. And I'll do a a, a, um, a podcast on spirit guides and, and what you could experience, what you could try, etc. Um, however, you it's you cannot connect with your spirit guides if you do not have the strong connection with yourself it is through you that you that you connect with them it is through your higher your, your higher self connects with them you like me alex me alex doesn't connect with my spirit guides my higher self my spirit my soul whatever you want to call it that communicates to my spirit guide so what do i do through meditation connect in with my higher self close down the brain of alex and i sit in my true self and that is when i get my messages from them so meditation is your full connection creating that spaciousness that connection it is like picking up the phone and having a chat for 10 minutes okay might be a silent chat but you're picking up the phone you're opening the channel okay to connect in with yourself so meditate the second one is boundaries and there's a hard one man I don't even realize I didn't have boundaries until I realized I didn't have boundaries <laughs> I'm like whoa and I realized I didn't have any like anyone could just ask me anything I just whatever just anything um <laughs> but boundaries are really important for energy um energy is infinite there's none of this I have don't have enough energy or I'm tired or whatever um Energy is infinite. It's always a t it's everywhere all the time. But there is obviously a way in which we need to we we can bring in more. We need to bring in more uh, all the time. But you need to open yourself up to it. And a big thing, a big way in which we close it off, shut it off, or or whatever, is through not having boundaries. Um, when we don't have boundaries, we get energy leaks. And that means that people can feed off of our energy. We can give it away. We can put it into things that we don't find joyful so if you really want to be devoted to yourself because you're wanting to which you know I'm saying do um this is all my own personal opinion but do um as you devote more 
when you are devoted to yourself through daily practice and mindfulness and just everything you do is just self-devotion. You go to work because you're devoted to yourself. You look after your children because you are devoted to yourself. Yes, secondary, you're devoted to them, but it is through the practice of self-devotion that you can devote more to them, that you can give more love to them, but the devotion is to you. So boundaries is just being very clear around what brings you joy, what does not um who does not who does what practices what um actions behaviors really look at your life and see what am really look at what am i doing that makes me feel shit what am i doing that makes me feel great am i doing enough of that can i get rid of the shit uh everything is a choice we say no we can't get rid of i can't get rid of that job really i've worked in as a career coach for a long time and (laughs) There's a whole heck of jobs out there. Um, oh, but I have a mortgage. Yep, we also chose to get that mortgage. So, you know, and that's not saying get rid of them or get rid of these things. It's what people usually jump to because they get defensive. But what we're saying is we made these choices and we can make more. So where can you feel, where can you find more um, areas in which you can explore um, putting in boundaries where you don't have so many energy leaks through people and activities that don't fill your love bucket, which I'm going to talk about soon. Um, so yeah, hopefully I didn't want to, yeah. So I guess an example of a boundary, um, is if you have friends who always want to go out partying and they like drinking a lot and maybe you do too um and that's really great and everything but you probably need to put a boundary in place with yourself around how how good how good for me is this or you might look at the people and they might just be kind of whingy complaining we trauma bond a lot right in our life um meaning that we bond with people over negative things or over past bad experiences and it is through that that we um create these friendships that are based on negative um negative experiences and you need boundaries around that because that's going to be an energy leak um that you aren't going to be able to really have fulfill your self-devotion by spending time with people who um you know who are, who are low vibe and they are not low vibe themselves but it's just the, the the relationship is so you need to actually look at your life and assert boundaries for yourself and then use boundaries for other people people think boundaries and automatically like don't let people take from you what you can't give blah 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 yes there's that but don't take from yourself what you can't give okay let that land. <laughs> but you are responsible for your boundaries for yourself. Look at your beha- look at your activities that you're doing. Where can you put some boundaries for yourself? So the third one, oh, I touched on this, is clearing trauma. All right, so I did a little serious bit before where I was like, you are responsible for clearing your trauma. You are. <laughs> um, these friendships, that's clearing trauma. Um, looking at why we are friends with people who have you know, because it's, yeah, re- relatability. We just want to be um, with people like us. We want to be accepted. We, we you know, like tricks like, we feel safe. Everything is always safe. The ego is always looking for safety. Um, but what that means is we can actually uh, create relationships with people who have had similar shitty experiences and then all our friendship is based on is that shitty experience and then all we do is we constantly relive shitty energy. Um but also clearing trauma can go back into past lives. And we've had a lot of, we can just look at history and go, whoa, you know, the amount of lives I've been burned to the stake. I think I've died young in every single life. I think this is the first life in a while. I'm going to live till I'm really old. And, um, you know, the, that creates trauma. That creates a lot of trauma. And the trauma it created in my life was, do you will be persecuted for speaking your truth. That has always been, 
um, some, and I, it, it, I can word that now, but before then it was like, oh, don't speak up because you'll get cut down. Don't say something you'll regret. Um, don't rock the boat. Um, all that kind of stuff. And that was all, do not speak speak your truth for fear of persecution and women for thousands of years have been persecuted um for speaking their truth or just being a woman um and that has a lot of trauma in women so we have a lot of insecurities in our bodies now we are very even just misogynistic against each other uh because we have just all of these unhealed traumas from when we have felt um you know, less than worthy to be alive. So there is a lot of unhealed trauma in there and it will show up in different ways in your life. It won't show up exactly the way it occurred in a past life, but it will show up in different things. So it's noticing it. Through self-devotion, you will become so much more aware of where you have these traumas and what they're looking like. And then you'll go, shit, that's not serving me. Far out. Um, because you again your tolerance your tolerance for your own bullshit will drop your tolerance for your own negativity and trauma will drop you go man I want to heal that I'm jumping in and ways that you can do that there's um I'm going to try and get him on the podcast actually uh Kyle um he does emotion code uh reach out if you're interested in that um he yeah so that's looking through um a lot of uh, emotions, layers and layers and layers of stored emotions in the body. You can get past life regressions or redemptions, and they basically in a in a in a hypno, in hi, either a hypnotic state or a meditative state. Um, you go through and you can explore past lives and talk about what you see and that kind of thing and clear that. Um, there is energy healing like Reiki. There is um, obviously therapy with beautiful counselors and therapists and talking things through. There's obviously coaching. Life coaching is huge for that as well because that's, that's different to counseling and therapy, which is really looking at the trauma and working through that. Um, coaching is more in the, right, so where are we now and where are we going, right? So it's the future focus. Um, so there's so many beautiful healing modalities um, that you can do. And the most powerful is just being devoted to yourself. The most p- powerful is really just looking at your behaviors and your daily habits and going, how does this serve me? How does this serve me? How does complaining about this serve me? I mean, it does actually serve you because it's like, yeah, yeah, I get to be validated for my traumas. Like, no, really, if we're going to be put a big girl panties on, um, it's not serving us at all. So clear your trauma um, and yeah do some beautiful healing work and I love the soul 33 app uh, with Gaia Chania she um, does all of her meditations are healing meditations they're amazing Um, number four is fill your love bank account (laughs) so this is Matt Khan Matt Khan you can google actually probably if you just look at love bank account uh, on YouTube Matt Khan's great he's written quite a few books he's an author but he also he's a spiritual teacher um, but he does great YouTube videos They're usually like an hour long um, so they're quite long but they're but they're great and one of my favorites is he talks about the love bank account and you know, it's, a, it's such a simple concept, um, but oh, we just don't do it enough. So basically, we can go into overdraft where we aren't filling our love bank account. We're not receiving compliments from people because we reject them, and we're not giving compliments, and we're not giving, you know, we're not helping people because every time we help someone or give a compliment, we fill our own love bank account. And every time we do something well and we go, yay me, and we celebrate ourselves, we fill our love bank account. Every time we look in the mirror and go, you're a badass bitch and I love you, you fill your love bank account. Every single time you do something kind for yourself and for others, you fill your love bank account. Now, what happens is once you get to, let's say you get to like 
um, you fill it up and it's exploding, right? Great. So you get to like a thousand and then someone gives you, someone, someone puts you down or you fuck something up or something happens anyway. And you, you know, you may have to make a withdrawal from your love bank account because you feel a bit shitty. Guess what? You still got $999 in there. $999 love bank account dollars in there. Um, whereas if you are in the negative, which we are all in the negative, Matt kind of talks about this, he goes, we're pretty much all in the negative. You can't give, them a, give from a place that you don't have. And so what happens is, let's say we are below, we are in negative, we're in negative 100 or just in, just in, yeah, negative 100, let's do that. And if you, if someone was to um, criticize something, man, you're getting more negative. So imagine how shit you feel in negative 100, right? Ne- or negative 1,000. Just all of this, putting yourself down, you know, looking at all the bad stuff you do, like, oh, man, you're shitty. I'm shitty. Everything's shitty. Bank account, bank account, bank account, all just withdraw, withdraw, and you're in the blimmin' overdraft. Um, so what will, what he talks about, though, is it will take time to refill your love bank account. It's going to take conscious effort of complimenting yourself, going, look in the mirror and going, man, I have nice knees. Ignore the hips or whatever part you don't like, even though your body's bloody gorgeous and it's doing its job here on this earth and it works so hard to look after you, so you should love it. Um, look at your knees and go, got good knees. You know, oh, look, I'm great because I did my washing today. I'm happy with me. I got everything done that I want to do today. Look at me. I have some savings. Look at me. I made a healthy sandwich for lunch. Look at me. I've got great friends. You know, someone gives you a compliment. You actually receive it. All of that stuff slowly, slowly will refill your love bank account and take you back. In. And then once you get into the positive, you've got to keep working hard because we're still going to still gotta kind of, you know, start saving. So it's basically saving all of these beautiful, lovely things. Um, and it's, you know, it's such a basic thing. You're like, oh, what a basic thing, Alex. But if you really look at yourself, really look at yourself and you, and you had to say, where is my love bank account at? It's in the freaking negative, isn't it? Um, how are you going to fill it? Because it is the purest act of self-devotion is your love bank account. Because we we can't... We just can't exist in a happy life. We can't manifest from a place, um, from, you know, manifestation. So bring in pretty much what you want in your life from a place of lack. And when you have lack in yourself, as in who you truly think you are and how worthy you think you are as a human, you are going to really struggle to bring in what you want in your life. You've got to fill the, fill the love bank account up. You've got to look in the mirror and go, I love me. I am great. I've achieved so much. You've got to look at your life and go, wow, look at all the things I've achieved. I'm so great. You've got to fill the love bank account. So anyway, I could talk about that for, for ages. Maybe do a podcast on that. Um, now, the fifth one is creating space to live and be not do and act, okay? So creating space, yes, literally, maybe creating space in your day, but it's creating space, uh, yes, that's one, but it's creating space in your mind, in your being, to really, and this is the being present. Um, so pretty much what I'm talking about is being really freaking present. And if you're someone who struggles with, you know, mind control, so like ruminating a lot, overthinking basically, anxiety and overthinking, worrying about th- things that haven't happened yet, um, that is a lack of being present, right? Um, and so how you, you catch your thoughts, look around you, and this is what I do if I'm, because I'm a ruminator, I stay up, I'm someone all day, I'm like, yay, 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 and then at night, 
I wake up two hours after going to sleep. So I'm a good sleeper. I go to sleep straight away. I wake up two hours after going to sleep and I don't know why. And I'm thinking because it's all just, it's all just pop, it all just pops up. All just wants to come up for a think. So I need to focus on something. And so I'll look at the cushion and I'll think about how much I love that cushion. I'll just feel the cushion. And then I'll um, lie there and go, man, I love my bed. It's so comfortable. I like how it's a bit colder over here too for my foot. So I'm thinking about everything that I can touch, feel in this present moment. And yes, I'm still thinking, um, but it's more about what I can control, feel in that present moment. And it does it does distract me, but thoughts are nothing anyway. They're, they're like, really? Can you see a thought? No. Um, so being really present in who you are right now, not what you do and act. And what I mean by the do and act, everything is a motherfucking act. You're putting on an act all day, all day, every day. And, um, and that would be a good big call. Cause I know a lot of you, a lot of listeners and myself as well have worked really hard to be authentic and know ourselves. And yes, we definitely have created space for that. Where else are we acting though? Where else are we? Te- and what I mean by that is where are we telling ourselves things that we want to hear, but are not true? And that might be like, but this job is really good and I actually do enjoy it. Do you? That sounded weird. You know, um, but really you're doing it for the money and for the security because you may be afraid of, of, you may have lack and scarcity. And that's not saying you have to quit your job, but it's really going, okay, where am I telling myself lies? Where am I telling myself lies? And it's okay. It doesn't mean you have to do it. That's not a judgment thing. It's going, okay, because that just comes from fear. We're just afraid and we're all insecure. We're all afraid. Being It's the human condition. <laughs> it's what we're actually here to um, transcend but or at least live with. Um, but really look at where you're telling yourself lies um, and that you actually want something different to what you're giving yourself. So... The top, the five I gave you was meditate, uh, set some boundaries around your own behaviors and how they serve you, clear trauma. So really look at things in your life that you're worrying about the, the past stuff and work on healing that, um, facing it and healing it. Your love bank account, give yourself all the damn compliments in the whole world and celebrate yourself. It's vital to this journey. And five, create space to live and not uh, to live and be, not do and act. So, So basically look at the lies you're telling yourself about the things that are important to you and that you want and really, really think about whether they are true. So your journey is your job. This is your job. You are here to be devoted to yourself. You are here to do this work. You are your project. You are your job. You are in a committed relationship with yourself, with yourself. And people come at me and they say, yes, but we're here for other people. Yes, I'm in the job. I'm in a whole career. My whole life has been a career of helping people, literally from customer service, right through to teaching, right through to training, facilitation, right through to coaching, always helping other people. Yes, I'm all for that. But who is the person helping those people? That's me. If I'm not devoted to me, how am I going to help them? So I really just, I know this is quite long. I hope you find it helpful, but this is just empowerment 1000, empowerment 101. This is the basics. Where are you devoted to yourself and where are you not? You are your work. So anyway, <laughs> I'm actually going to go into this a lot. Um, I'm developing a program at the moment. It's going to be an eight-week program. It's going to be um, a community of amazing um, women. It's going to be a group program, and we are going to go deep on this stuff. We're going to really push our spiritual journey, um, at what we call spiritual journey or the journey to self, uh, to 
get connected with actually who we are, what we want, and just start the journey. Some people are still starting, some people will be on it, but there's going to be so much for everyone. So get in contact if you're uh, interested in that, but I will be talking a lot about that in my course. That'll be starting in May. So um, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you got something out of this, and I can't wait to bring the next episode to you. Follow me on social media, MindBloomedNZ on Instagram, Facebook, my website, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.